This is TV8 by Dinner, a podcast about entertainment issues brought to you by DarkCrazy.com. We always thought alien life would come from the stars. But it came from deep beneath the Pacific. What the hell is going on? In order to fight monsters, we created monsters of our own. DarkCrazy.com launched the last of its eight dimensional probes. Theorizing that one could save the world with the teachings of pop culture, Dr. Sean, but Gilberto stepped into the TVA and the accelerator. And vanished. He awoke to find himself in a dimension not of sight but of sound, existing in an imaginary non-space called the interwebs. His only guide on this journey is Greg, the gruff co-founder of the project, who appears in the form of a voice Sean can only sometimes hear. They are often accompanied by other travelers on the seas of fate, such as Hazel Lynn, Scary Gary, Tracy Luna, Mandrew, and others. I'm Ron, an experimental robot built by Sean to be his constant companion. We've been running ever since, leaping from life to life, pointing out things that once went wrong, in movies and TV, in this strange wild adventure inexplicably known as... TV Ate My Dinner. I'm just saying, he didn't put her on top of the Statue of Liberty. The girl stands on top of a monument, dressed the way she was dressed, I mean they're kind of asking for it. We all looking good. Alright, let's go. You're listening to TV Ate My Dinner. My name is Sean. I'm here with Lynn and Andrew. Yay. Howdy. Breaking a long run of Greg being on the show. (laughs) Perhaps maybe the longest run in, in recent years of episodes that Greg was actually in. There's a chance he'll be joining us, but and just as revenge, I haven't listened to any of his episodes. Oh, that's so sad. Well, it is funny that you only that you guys are not here at the same time. It is. No, I hate yeah. Greg. He's on par with Superman. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm not comfortable saying Greg's on a par with Superman. <laughs> that would lend no, itself no. to misunderstanding for him. As far as I know, he hasn't raped anyone. He's not, I'm pretty sure Superman has not raped anyone. I don't know. <laughs> like Superman well, he three, was going I know, in that direction. There was an he uncomfortable was vibe, but but there was definitely consent going on. Is the implication well, with, that, with the one on top of the tower? <laughs> there was on top of the thing. Yeah, there exactly. was. Exactly. You know, if he hadn't been called out to that fire, he was looking super rapey with the other woman. 
That it's is like yeah, he's definitely. Yeah, it's it's uh, always sunny and. Yeah, or they go. You take a girl out on the boat, and she she gives it up. It's like why? It's like because of the implications. It's like implication. whoa, that's pretty dark. Yeah, it's, it's like no, I'm not going to say I'm gonna rape. It's just the implication. Yeah. Making it sound like a lot worse than it really is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that is like, but yeah, Superman didn't put a move on Lana Lang. He did eventually go. It was too late, but I, but I mean, but it was the, it was all to, the fault of the bad kryptonite. You know, it wasn't really his fault. If, even if he had raped her, it wouldn't have been the real Superman. Yeah, I mean, even in Smallville, he got he got a little frisky when the red kryptonite came into the mix because that's what I mean. He's just he's kind of pent up. He's a guy that has a lot of a lot of frustration. He has to beat himself up afterwards. That's totally not crazy. I know. It's like after I'm yeah, I've been on this planet for a while. I've done my thing. And then I meet another girl, and she's awesome, and she's hot, and she's from Krypton, and she's my freaking cousin. <laughs> what are the damned odds? Uh, you got to give I me mean, a pass on really? this universe. It's okay in some cultures. Yeah. I we mean, know a couple how hundred it is years ago, in our culture, it would have been completely expected that he would have hooked up with her. Cousins hooked up all the time. Yeah, we've Jane got Austen's to time. save the race. It's for the good of the planet and the for people. For the good of Krypton. I have mm-hmm. to bang my cousin. Yeah, I'm so General Zod would have agreed. <laughs> yeah, really. For the purity of the race. At the very least, we should make a test tube, baby. Yeah, that's yeah. Now, now I'm not on board. <laughs> Wait, I think you're spoiling the point. <laughs> she's like, she's like Clark. We we were like a race of you, you know, eugenic scientists. We could make a test tube, baby, to save our DNA. Where did like, that come damn from? Damn it, Kara. Where, where did the test tube babies come from? Were that in the comics? Because I haven't I seen that. I don't know if there's ever. a comic that specifically said that. They got a little bit that way in the in the old Man of Steel comic, but I don't remember if if there was an actual version of the origin story that said that was. There's always these different because in the original, like the early versions of the story, Krypton just explodes, and that's yeah. what did Krypton in. And they sort of do that in this too, but. Other places, like in other versions of the story, they try to come up. I think in John Byrne's Man of Steel comic, Krypton didn't explode. It was some kind of sickness or something that overtook everything. Like the planet was still there, but it it just became a dead planet and everything on it died. It looked pretty dead when we saw it in those first movies, though. Like it just bunches of crystals. It didn't look very <laughs> yeah, well, alive. Yeah, well, I like the idea, like oh, that it's a Living superior crystals. civilization. So there's like a sterile sort of aesthetic to it. <laughs> They've already used up all of the natural planetary resources, and that makes them think they're superior. We just make everything out of glass now. <laughs> like, well, this is all futury and stuff. Like you think that, but er- everything's made out of glass there. Even like, even like the prison, we just trapped them. We sent the baby away for its own safety, so it wouldn't cut itself. <laughs> I know, with the world, with our only blanket. <laughs> with the only pillow of That's Krypton. That's why they've got to wear those silvery suits, the protection against the glass. <laughs> they like shark suits, and you're just more sophisticated. Horrible, horrible place. We better get ourselves on our hands on some of those suits for the zombies, though. If they can protect against Krypton glass, maybe yeah, they get against the zombie bite. Protect against the zombie bite. <laughs> But we did have some Superman news we might as well open with since we just for no reason are talking about Superman now. That's I, like. I think it's pretty obvious because we start, before we start the show, we're always chatting about stuff and then we're like, oh, we better get started before we uh, chat our, away all of our news. Oh, yeah, we're already talking about Superman. Let the, let the folks get their drink on. <laughs> but we may have already lost Andrew. Yeah, I haven't heard him. Andrew. <laughs> we already Andrew. did. 
if we don't hear Andrew while while we're talking about Superman, then he probably he prepared us away. for this. He said he might drop out. <laughs> yeah, he, there's trouble in the city. Right, I'm back. We've got to put in that sound effect. <laughs> We just had a bathroom like, emergency. I just had to figure. If, <laughs> if if you're hearing this, Andrew, I know you're the only yeah. person that can hear this signal. A bathroom emergency? What did someone blow it up? Uh, yeah. I'm in an emergency. My bathroom has exploded. There's a time bomb. <laughs> so we did have some news like out of Comic Con that we have to catch up with because now everybody knows this. We've been talking about it on Facebook since it came out. Yeah, I all actually, my friends have been all over it. I think this speaks to what we were saying, but we didn't foresee this. We were saying that they had to do something big and, and it has to lead into a Justice League kind of thing and introduce the larger DC universe. And I thought, well, it'd be cool if they just tease at something. And they're like, no, forget all that. It's Batman and Superman. <laughs> like They're just jumping straight to it. Who did you think they were going to bring in? Name all the Submariner? Well, they can't. That's Marvel. Come on, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> but I thought they Whoever. were going to have themselves a Superman too that just sort of mentioned like a Bruce Wayne kind of thing so you know oh that's a, a little elbowing well I like the way Marvel did it where they brought in Nick Fury because he really is the connective tissue and Agent Coulson Shale, S.H.I.E.L.D. became the thing for, for Marvel yeah, they were like the S.H.I.E.L.D. could thing, be so the thing that around. unites the Avengers so from the very beginning that's like Marvel telling us like he shows up to say guess what this whole business is about us making an Avengers movie but Justice that's League it. really is built around that friendship between Superman and Batman, isn't it? Yeah, and that's why... They, they are the center of it. That's why it needs to start with them. And you, Yeah, so you don't want that to be the movie where they know each other because then you get to bring in these peripheral characters. This movie is kind of a brilliant idea, and you do have to get this. I hope they do this right because the, the, the talk is already that it's Batman versus Superman. Yeah, that's, which the, is title. Yeah. that's the title on the press release. It doesn't need to be that. you got to do something I mean, I've for read the, the fanboys because... It's like you guys were talking about on the Facebook. You can't just do the comic because that comic is way too future. Well, not Dark Knight. Yeah, all these fans think everything well, should be like doing, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, they're you not going to do, do that. They, they said in the thing that it's a, they read that line from Dark Knight Returns where they said that that was just just teasing to tease it. He said we're not adapting this mm. at all. It's just the kind of yeah. It's I mean, basically meaning we're going to have Superman, yeah. and Batman in the thing. That's what yeah, we're I think. Gonna... I think they're probably going to do it like like you said that they're going to start out with a bit of animosity. Like maybe the government will send Superman after Batman. Well, we're the other way around. Well, it's the other way around. And we're last time he, I mean, Sean was talking about how like the government hires Lex Luthor to help. Like this time, you could see that Bruce Wayne could be the one trying to stop. He's like, who's this Superman guy? He's like a threat. And yeah. they, you could see how he could be working from that in, angle. In Batman's world, Superman represents a major liability, and the other way around, because Batman seems like kind of a monster. It's their methodologies pit them against each other, and then they realize I think that either they're way could sort work. of the same. Either I, way could work. If, I mean, because Batman's always, you know, against the law. He's a vigilante. So they're kind of... It works if they send Superman after him, as as it was in that comic. But I think either way could work, really, if they're just, they're just different people. Yeah, I think... Batman doesn't really believe in the government rules. <laughs> and this is a good way to reintroduce Batman. So it's just a cool yeah. idea a of, a new world. of bringing in a new Batman in the context and, of yeah, Superman. Yeah, and the thing about it is, too, is I was wondering, because some people on this are like, this is just too much, too soon. And they're critic- no so way. This, this is exactly but, enough. And, you know, exactly I was like, right that's actually genius. because I mean, no, they, they need were, to get their asses into gear. Yeah, they're going to make Man of Steel 2. Okay, so the people who like Man of Steel are going to be excited, but half the people, the 50-50 split who didn't like Man of Steel, weren't going to go see that. But now it's like, it doesn't matter. This is, People are guaranteed to go see now this like, now. Guess what? You're going to go see Superman, <laughs> yeah. too. It doesn't like, matter if you don't like Man of Steel. Like, <laughs> Even I like, might see it. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. you've got to see it. I haven't actually watched Superman 1 yet. <laughs> I haven't seen Man of Steel. 
because <laughs> you just have to you because this is going to bring you and it's like oh guess what okay you're not that on board with superman this is all leading into justice league you're gonna have to get on board yeah like oh they really are just roping us in it's like yeah batman <laughs> superman a movie you're not gonna watch that movie are you serious yeah you have There's to go no see world it. where you yeah otherwise you just, completely lose your, lose your nerd card i mean and just to know where be no that's going to be the thing that sets up where Justice League comes from. Yeah. Or just, I mean, yeah, because you, you could totally miss watching all of the other, all of the lead-up movies to Avengers. You could just watch Avengers and still get it pretty well. But this one, it looks like it's going to be a proper lead-up. Yeah, of major like, because that's what we're talking about. Avengers was really cool, but it was still just a mashup of characters that that nobody knew about, didn't much care about. Yeah. I love Captain America. But I I only love Iron Man because they made good movies out of him. I never oh, cared I much Thor. about the comic book He's character. Not, he, Thor's one of my favorites. He always has been. I like the ancient Viking mythology, though. I like the so, new Thor comic. is really cool. I've been reading, thanks to the Avengers, like I've been keeping up with the Marvel stuff more. Like the new Thor comic is pretty awesome. But those were not my set of superheroes. I so just it was like just Chris Hemsworth. In concept. Mm, Hemsworth. But, yeah, he, he does a good job playing him, too. He's a good guy. Apparently, Joss Whedon originally thought he should be Captain America. Yeah, in, when they're doing Captain in the then, Woods. Yeah, well, if you watch the commentary, they're saying you know, like, yeah, when they were yeah, looking at the dailies, awesome. they were telling the studio like, "This guy is going to be a major star." And within a week, he had gotten the part of Thor, and he had gotten the part of uh, in Red Dawn. So, like after yeah, that, but it does not talk about Red Dawn. I think he was a good pick for Captain America. You know, he's like this big. He would have been, know, but then he ended up bulking dude. up so much that it's like, oh wow, he really is. But then again, I think as an Australian, I think you kind of got to pick an American for Captain America, don't you? Well, I don't know, Batman, Superman—they're played by, yeah. by Brits. I mean, to me, whoever can bring the part, I guess. But it would be. I funny. guess. Yeah. But we have an American playing Sherlock Holmes. So what do we know? <laughs> We don't, we don't really care. Yeah, I guess so. I just sort of ah, oh, it's Captain America. Come on. I just saw a trailer where Canoe was playing like a samurai uh, in some kind of what is it, Forty Seven Ronin? I think his name. It looks like a pretty cool movie, but they're just like this guy is a half breed. It's like so. So the way you're passing it off is to say that Canoe is is half Japanese. Yeah, he totally looks it. Why not was, get a guy uh, who's all Japanese? Was anyone over there offended by the whole Lone Ranger business? Which Speaking part? Of Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp. Because I was like, what? And people are like, oh, no, he's like one-eighth Whatever. Native American, so it's okay. I live in Georgia. We're all part Cherokee here. But that doesn't mean I could play Tonto. It doesn't mean you want to dress up in this ridiculous costume that's just making fun of Native Americans. In. That was just, they they wanted to put him in that movie because they thought that that would get people to watch it. I had and a friend who that was really, really offended not watch by it. it. I like Lone Ranger. I'm, I'm not offended in the sense of, but I'm offended in the same general sense of when they cast people that are completely wrong Yeah. for the role, especially like when it's Johnny Depp as Tonto. is like, Really? Yeah, I was like, "What?" Like, I had a friend who was really offended because they thought that he'd uh, Jack Sparrowed it a bit too much, and they said that Tonto's his own character, T- casting Johnny Depp, and then looking at his costume that he created, it is quite Jack Sparrowish. So it, it kind of ruined the character a bit in that way. But he kind of Jack Sparrows everything these days. Well, that's his stick. The reason they wanted that is because they thought, "Well, that worked." Pirates. It they, works this in every was other the Pirates movie. of the Caribbean model completely. They're like, "This will work." Ugh. 
because none of and those. And it made other a lot of money, didn't it? I don't know. I don't Did you see it, Sean? I, I think it's a big flop. Lone Ranger? Yeah. No, I yeah. I actually would watch a Lone Ranger movie, but I don't have any interest. When they said Johnny Depp as Tonto, I was like, whatever. And then you see the trailer, and it's like Helena Bonham Carter. You're like, ah, damn it. <laughs> Directed by Tim Burton. That's like throwing a cone away. in front of a Come movie. On. It's like, pick another way, detour. <laughs> and that's like Will Smith and M. Night Shyamalan. No, no, no. <laughs> Throw no, up a cone. And I actually and did go see that. not about Scientology at all. <laughs> I actually did go watch that, but that was a slow weekend. I did see Oblivion. I liked it. I liked Oblivion a whole lot. I thought I thought was it was really good. good. Oh, that's good. I haven't seen it. It's good, fun sci-fi. I, I mean, it takes yeah, a whole month to come out here, so. Yeah, people. T- <laughs> I mean, months. I wish it's fun because I mean, I kind of. I mean, people like say it's really. Dur- I mean, it's like it's like like fifty other science fiction movies, like certain plot elements. Oh well. That, well, but I don't, I don't, I don't like that kind of thing. But yeah, but I don't like that criticism because I'm like, yeah, but that's what all stories are. Nobody yeah. combined them like this, so that's a different story now. It's like I didn't expect it to be like. As <laughs> so long as it's a good story, does it have to be ori- original? But yeah, those are the conventions that make it sci-fi. You're like, oh, it's in the future. And it's just like, well, yeah, otherwise it'd just sci-fi. be a movie. It wouldn't be a sci-fi. It's like those are the things that made it. Like, what? What did that's you? What, think yeah, was I, that's happen? why I don't understand. I think people expect stuff to be original. I was like, think there is no originality. It's just how you kind of rearrange those it's elements. How you tell the story? Yeah. yeah, how the characters. I think it's because go like, the story. otherwise it's a genre for a reason. Genre has those elements. That's the point of it. And they get a yeah. little pissed because like some of the bigger like kind of twists are kind of twists that are in other movies, like the uh, twist. But but it's like I didn't actually see it coming a lot of times. So I was like I didn't. If it if it catches me, it's like it's not. Uh, I don't, I don't care about twists. <laughs> I always read up on them beforehand anyway. I'm the first guy to get upset about that kind of stuff, especially when there's twisty movies. But I didn't come away from this movie bothered at all. I thought you know that the story earned what what so it did. So long as the story what, works in as a story in its on its own terms, yeah. it doesn't matter if it uses a twist that someone else has. There's no kind of major like paradigm shift switcheroo where like oh this is what makes the movie. You know, it's just the story unfolds in a, in a very just real learn way more and about it's the situation. Really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think it's funny that people are more on board for a direct retelling of a story like a Total Recall thing than they will to a new story that sort of takes elements of well, other stories and combines w- them in a different way. What I love about this, though, is that it's the first – I mean, it's such a slow burn. I mean, if you think about this movie, Sean, like act one of this movie is like an hour. Like it's like the first hour of this movie is just a slow – like it's like a good sci-fi, long, slow burn sci-fi movie where it's like we're just setting like up pandemic. this work. It yeah, takes 47 yeah. minutes for the birds to arrive. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, if you I mean, if you define Act One breaking into like now they know what they need to do, it's like they spend an hour just world building in well, this thing. Atmosphere and it's is awesome. Awesome. Well, it's awesome. It's, I love it. You have to really get into that world because the, there's a sort of a subtlety to the story based all around how that world works. Yeah, it's funny because I didn't. This is the one I didn't see in the theaters. It just came out on DVD here, and I did not see it in the theaters. At all, and it's kind of. I think it's the best movie I've seen this year. I mean, it's better than Man of Steel, like as a movie, like just as a complete like package. I think it's. I don't know that I could judge because, the, like, when you go into something with so much buy-in, I do like Oblivion because there was no level of expectation. Yeah, but maybe that's what it is. It's just, but just as a complete, like, what a great little movie that was. That I like. It's because I mean, it was just the only thing that wasn't ridiculous. Like the same way we kind of like the end of World War Z because it wasn't ridiculous. This is fun because it just. I mean, it is kind of ridiculous. I mean, it's a huge sci-fi movie by the end, but it's not like a. It's not necessarily totally sci-fi action. It's just kind of like a sci-fi movie, in a lot of ways. So there's action and there's things, but it's not. 
I just yeah, as a story, I thought it was really satisfying. I really enjoyed it, and I like Tom Cruise. I like to see him in stuff that that I think plays to to his ability, because he's not Tom a character Cruise, actor. But... Every, he's Tom Cruise in every. He's a he's a movie star. He's a good actor, but it's it, he's Tom Cruise in every movie he's in. Except that one where he's a vampire. Yeah, well, yeah. Even that, I mean, like I said, he did the good job, but I mean, he's Tom Cruise in a wig, no matter what you try. Except for like Born <laughs> on the Fourth of July or something. That's like the only movie he's ever played where he's kind of. He's yeah, nuts, Tom Cruise there. Oh, Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yeah, Tropic that's Thunder. True. He's awesome yeah, in that. that's him being a character actor. That actually worked. That was that's really what he, fun. And that's I listened like the to best role he'd ever had. Yeah, I listened to a review of Oblivion, and they kind of were just kind of whatever on it. But they were wondering about Tom Cruise with how long he'll keep doing these kind of mainstream action roles. And when they said, well, when will he move into his quote unquote Alec Baldwin phase where he starts <laughs> doing those like more stuff like that? You know, when he can't do the lead. And I mean, his, he's opposite girls that are 30 years younger than him in this movie. And it works. Yeah. And he look, but it kind of he looks like he's like 40 or something. And they kind of look like they could be 30. Really maintains. He works really yeah. hard. He works harder than most of those guys. To stay an act, you know, to stay a leading man, but it, it's kind of weird because you wonder, because I think he's going to be go into a Harrison Ford phase. I don't think he's going to, because Alec Baldwin did, you know, at least accept like you know, let's not start really taking the same the roles. league that was they Tom yeah. Cruise. Yeah, I guess Baldwin. it is a Harrison Ford. He'll just start doing more like Jack Reacher kind of like where he's crime like, things yeah. and stuff. Seventy and still yeah. wanting to do and just like, the like cop, the, the Sean Connery thing. The, yeah. Where I'll just keep doing action movies until That's one true. day. Sean Connery's in The Rock and all those things later on. Yeah, because he was yeah, the same. Yeah, but he, he played thing. the old guy in that. It was Entrapment that it got a bit stupid. Where he's like yeah. with Catherine Zeta Jones and stuff. Like, but that on. sort of works out because she's married to an old guy anyway. Yeah, so yeah. that turned out to be more plausible than we would have thought. <laughs> so that happened. Yes, yeah, so that so was now good. we're all thinking about her ass. <laughs> That's what the whole movie's about. Silence. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, Entrapment. I remember that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happened to that? Her. She's in a bunch of stuff. <laughs> she started doing commercials. She's in that red too, I think. Is she? Is she? Yeah. I was never excited about red. The first. I've one. never seen all of it. I've seen like the last I half the of it a bunch one. of times. I, I, I enjoyed it. it. I, I thought it was an enjoyable movie. And not another one where an older guy gets with a younger girl. But it's sort of plausible. Maybe I should watch it because a lot of times if I remember not liking a movie but I don't remember the movie, I'm like, maybe you should give it. Yeah, a you're the same with Hot Fuzz. You didn't like Hot Fuzz. Yeah, I did. And I love that. It's one of my favorite movies. I need to watch the reason it again I didn't like it, dis- it, held it disappointed up, me. Because I did time. end up liking it better the second time, but the reason I didn't like it was valid, but it was because it was trying to be an action movie parody, and it's not a very good action movie parody. Yeah, this, this is the problem because you're too American to like it. It's a British film. It's a British action movie parody as well as an American action movie parody. And the British action movies at parodies are very spot on. Well, there are certain scenes when they're trying to do like they're, – they're doing homage to like Michael Bay or something like that. There are certain scenes that are framed yeah, there are some. like scenes some in action that. movies. But in, in story, it, it didn't have much of an action movie story. It is more like the little little old school British action movies like the Lockstock or even the older ones. Like they were but it had, the, but the whole twist sort of about thing. the town well, being in a cult and stuff, that's a weird – like it doesn't see, feel like a. It's, that it's story an Agatha Christie is, twist. Yeah. That's what they took it from. Everyone's the baddie. It's funny. Yeah, the whole and that, but that's the, that's like the thing from their new movie too. <laughs> it's like the exact yeah. same. Well, <laughs> I, I think watch that. it'll be fun in the new one. When's the new one coming out? I think in a couple of weeks, like August something. Oh, oh well, really? I'm, an, I'm gonna start, be excited. Yeah, it starts here in August. Is like two days time. Because almost so. everything else has come out, even like the Wolverine. Well, Elysium's gonna be good. 
Elysium does look good. The Conjuring we talked about seeing. Uh, yeah, I need to, I'll, I need to I'll see that. Go see that. Or something. Um, yes. Pacific Rim movie. we saw. I guess we can talk about. Let's talk about Pacific Rim Pacific a bit. Pacific Rim. I wanted to talk about Pacific Rim. That's why so, I called you people together today. You actually came you? away with a, with a, a very specific <laughs> opinion. I thought that was funny. That it's like I, I think I got out of it what I thought I was going to get out of yeah. it. I think I was disappointed um, because it was Del Toro, and because some of his movies are so subtle and beautiful and character pieces. I was expecting more of the movie than just a giant monster piece, but it was just a giant monster piece. <laughs> I think uh, one of the reasons why I was a bit angry and disappointed when I came out was because I couldn't watch the major action set pieces because the 3D made me sick. Yeah. Oh, that's where you're 3D. missing out. I saw it at the IMAX. Yeah. I thought I the 3D normal. was incredible. I loved the 3D. For the first half an hour, an hour, I was like, this is amazing. This is the best 3D ever. And then I started feeling sick and I couldn't watch the action pieces and I was a bit, ah. But I thought it had some structural issues and that sort of thing as well that I think... I think it could have been a bit better with just a couple of little tweaks or big tweaks, just some changes that would have actually just just mixed up the uh, placement of some of the fight scenes and that sort of thing and a little bit more. I mean, they had some really cool concepts in there, like with the, the brain meld thing. They never really developed. I think maybe a bit more development, especially of the, the plot of the two brothers because the guy just dies and they're like, uh, okay, moving on. Yeah, and they cut to five years so, later. I well, thought... I thought I would have, I would have thought when I when I thought because as, as a bit of reconstructive criticism I thought that opening monologue whatever thing that he talks about there I thought it would have been better if that had been more through the eyes of the brothers rather than just eh, this is what happened I thought it would have been great if maybe if they had have started this is what Ben and I thought of if they started the movie rather than with the monsters or whatever start the movie with the two brothers as kids having a fight in the schoolyard that way we establish the character first not the monsters. And then tell the story of the, mo- the development of the monsters through the eyes of these kids. And then it just would have established just a little bit more heart to the movie a bit earlier on. You actually could have done a, a more interesting montage if you start out with a flashback like that that's taking place yeah. within the drift. So there's this yeah. sort of this weird abstract that brings the in the premise yeah, of the see, movie. Yeah, see, and the thing about this, that's a better movie. But I, when I, after watching this, when you start watching it, you kind of start – it gets to be like – there's parts that are cheesy and weird and bad and then you're like wait a second it's like this movie is just a big live action anime like yeah it's, yeah. A, it's so a total to aesthetic thing though premise. And, and the reason they didn't do those things is because that would have made it better and they weren't going for better they were going for that <laughs> well, aesthetic it wasn't even so you're thinking to be, it's an artistic artistic yeah, choice I don't think to it's, not make I, it I mean, well it is <laughs> well, no, I think giving it a little bit too much credit I, yeah, I don't even think there it's really being, is like me and my cousin were talking about it and we're like well you know one of the major story problems that I have with the movie is, yeah, okay, we, we're we building giant robots. We're going to have to scrap the giant robot program because we're going to build a giant wall. It's like, hey, how about you do both? Yeah. And while you're at it, how about you – here's here's your tier system. Bombs okay, and stuff. Robots on the coast, second tier, giant wall. Beyond that, civilian populace. Why are you putting people on the coast? Why is At everyone all. living on the coast still? If every if every other month something comes that's, and destroys the coast, that's where town. you have to just accept the premise of the movie. Because if they don't, then we don't get to see giant robots fight giant monsters in a populated city. Setting. Well, I was even I was a little bit disappointed because I thought some of the fights didn't play out as fully as they could have. Like I was really excited when I was like, oh, you know, the Russian guys and the and then these triplets they're going to go fight, and then they just got their heads ripped off immediately and all died. And I was like, oh, I wanted to see them fight. 
Yeah, and the giant monster at the end. We're like, the only ones that it's can a do level it. five monster. It's the biggest thing we've ever seen. And they blow it up immediately <laughs> and we don't see anything of that monster. And I was like, I wanted to see I just wanted the fight scenes to have more character. But see, I think the fight scenes that do work besides those two parts, like one where they die quickly and then the one at the end. I think it, they they're great because they actually feel like every hit and every moment, and there actually are stakes yeah, to each th- one I of those loved, things. I thought the fight scenes were amazing. I thought as an action movie, it was because the actual, amazing. It was the actual heavy. It's um, the best three D I've ever seen. The I problem it oh, really comes down to 3D. the story reveals too, because there's yeah. so many things that are revealed because it's a more interesting place for you to see it in the story. But you're like, why didn't they bring this out at the very beginning? Like. They're yeah. fighting this this winged thing drags them into outer space. <laughs> like, oh, and she's like, okay, "Oh, one last resort. We can use this sword." <laughs> I know, just but, cut but it two ribbons. But see, that's and my point. In How did he not know that there was a sword? That. They had a mental link. Every I know, but see, that's after that, they have the sword, and they are just cutting the things to pieces. Like, why did we wait so long to use the sword? This is badass. I know, but see, that's the whole point. I'm really telling you guys. Like, if you want to, you want to judge this movie on a serious level. I could tear apart the entire story and all the characters because yeah. all the characters are paper thin, and there's nothing interesting, and there's cheesy dialogue and bad writing. But it's about halfway through this movie. I, to me, this is how I took it, and I loved it for what it is. Like, I think it's a ten out of ten for. Being being a crappy like anime movie because like he's like I, I know, I know that there was film. I know some of my friends completely agree with you Andrew I know this guy that uh, my my husband teaches him um, sword fighting mm-hmm. 16 year old boy and he loved the movie and I was always like oh I wished it would have some more character and he's like really because the scenes where they were talking I really just wish that they would the get back to the action the character moments really drag it down <laughs> there's, a, yeah. there's a real argument it should be, to be more made giant there. robot fights I'll tell you the point of the movie and it was funny that we had the opposite opinion on it so you got the 16 year old boy opinion Andrew I'll, I'll give you that, but I'll tell you one thing that bothers me about the movie, and even this you could say is an homage to anime, which is what the whole movie is. Well, her the, breasts really weren't big enough to be an anime homage. Yeah, right. that's true. But the thing, you know, and none of the monsters had penis tentacles. Right, and nobody that had really, penises coming out of their mouths. That really <laughs> is something I'm wanting to see in the IMAX. Yeah. But, but what drags the movie down is a lot of the movie, step by step, feels more like a Roland Emmerich kind of movie. Because it felt yeah. like the plot point for plot point, there are some things that they could have avoided doing yeah, because and then they the took away. Something yeah, the out. scientists are completely pointless to the story. Well, because they they're the goofy scientists from every cartoon, though. They're I mean, it's literally a cartoon. Yeah, exactly. They're cardboard cutout yeah. uh, comedy characters, and I love Charlie Day, so it's it's fun to see him. But everything yeah. they do is pointless to the great. story. The reveals that they have don't... And it has like a total... It's like Independence Day. It's like the exact story of Independence yeah. Day. Even down yeah, to the point exactly where he like mind melds with exactly the aliens. Like, like Wait, Day. they just travel around taking over one civilization or another. I just, exactly. Like, this is like and the thing that like, happens no, in every alien movie. No, we have to infiltrate the mothership and blow it up. And yeah. we have to use some sort of virusy technique to get into the mothership. There's we have even to use one of their that moment at the, the end the where they're dropping down and right before it explodes, you have to see an alien face going, "Ooh!" Like right yeah. before, just that's Independence oh, Day. Was anybody else like at, right at the end when they're like, "Okay, escape pods deploy," and like they have escape pods? Exactly. The Why Australian they guys like, them? "What the hell?" I know that that like, guy's got one foot in a grave, but you could have told me. We were planning two minutes to drop ago. this bomb. Two minutes ago, they dropped it? a huge bomb without deploying. <laughs> we were totally <laughs> planning this not to be a suicide mission. So why didn't we have a way for us to drop this bomb and get out? And then, like, <laughs> they're down in the, uh, the other dimension, and <laughs> her escape pod goes up. That one dude's dad should have been, what the shit? 
Yeah, that's only in the analog models. Sorry, it's analog. It's not digital. And there's like like heaps and heaps yeah, of other things. I think they'd all be digital though. That's a weird. Giant monsters well, are attacking they? them. And That's like, like the other thing. The aliens don't think it through very much. Like he blows out like an EMP and all of yeah. the robots just die and like well, we yeah, see that's the thing though, man. Like, that's what i'm saying mechanical. though like if you if like to me like i have no i have no qualms with this movie at all and it's because <laughs> it, it is it has so many problems that if i yeah. don't accept it as just this crazy fun if, cartoon if you don't then it's like it, it's a horrible movie. like it goes to be the worst movie ever it's like oh my gosh <laughs> They're like this this story this makes no sense well, but story, as a yeah, cartoon that i used to watch like if you were 10 years old 10 year old boys like you ron perlman yeah, I like his shoes. His <laughs> shoes that go clink like swords. I do like armor. <laughs> Did you guys see the thing after the credits? I didn't watch yeah, it, but I heard the, about it. No, yeah. I didn't stay. Or I was like, it's oh, not all the, the way credits? after the credits. It's like a mid-credit thing. The, the uh, secret, it seems like now, if you don't know if there's a stinger, is when they're doing the fancy graphic credits, don't leave until the roll. Because oh, they'll always do like a stinger so after the graphics before the scroll. Well, what it, was it? He ends up cutting his way out and coming back, so they don't even kill. Oh, Ron Pillman. Yeah, yeah. Ah. And he says, "Where's my shoe?" Or whatever. Nice. That's Sharknado inspired. <coughs> yeah. Spoiler for Sharknado people. I'm so mad. I, Sorry. Everyone's talking about Sharknado, and I didn't. They even replayed oh. it again last Saturday. I could have watched it. I downloaded it because I'm in Australia. Oh, well, maybe I should but download it because it's supposed it's to be amazing. on demand. It's not. I oh, don't give them any money for this movie. Oh, I wasn't going to. I was free on demand is what I was looking for. Yeah, Maybe. just like free on demand it or something. But just, yeah, watch it. It's amazingly bad. Like a, a complete new level of bad. That's what I'm looking for. I was at the, the movie stop with my nephews the other day, and the and the, <laughs> the youngest one was like seven, comes up to me with like, uh, what is it, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. <laughs> and it's like $3 <laughs> Blu-ray. I'm like, we'll get that. That's fine. That's, I've that's seen that. That shit's on Blu-ray? It's on everything. Yeah, there's awesome movies that aren't even on DVD, but every piece of crap movie that gets made now goes on Blu-ray. Straight that's, into the big screen. That's why our culture is disintegrating. You know, you know what you could you could criticize Pacific Rim for being like, because it is just a literally a shot like a remake of a crazy cartoon. But it does. I mean, you could say a better filmmaker. I mean, Guillermo del Toro is a great filmmaker, but it does like a Tarantino on it, where he's taking crappy movies and crappy yeah. tropes, but making it just genius like out of that crap so you could say you could have taken it to another level and that's where you could start breaking it down but i do think if you're gonna do giant robots they should have had some more like the sword thing was a good there should have been more reveals like that the problem is the time frame that they developed for the movie what at first i was impressed because everything you know from the trailer is premised walking into the movie like you walk in and although the they do minutes. give away like some of the big moments and like because we know he's going to have a big speech and all that, also Independence Day, yeah, like, it's yeah. the Independence Day formula all the way. We through. are canceling the apocalypse. Yeah, and this yeah, one's not canceling the apocalypse. And you know what? Really, I mean, the reason this movie holds together is because of because of Idris Elba. Yeah, Idris Elba is the one that anchors this movie <laughs> because no, nobody else does a great performance at all except for but the comedy guy. It like, it's one hundred percent. It's just like Prometheus is like yeah. he's playing it a hundred percent straight. Like he ma- he's making it work. He's like yeah. rule number one. He's awesome. Never he's touch like... me. <laughs> rule number two. Yeah. Never touch. Never me. touch me. <laughs> awesome well, that was badass. one of the things that I was commenting on. That even even the character scenes, the talking scenes, always felt like a fight. 
Yeah, they're just... Every single scene where they're just talking, they're like arguing or they start punching each other or something like that. They're facing down. Yeah, this well, is ridiculous. The second though. you see the Australian guy, you know he's going to be like the bar. Oh, Connor. Australian. Like, Australian. Where are they from? Worst Australian accent ever, apart from Sharknado. <laughs> that guy That guy is on the new season of True Blood. That's Warlow. Uh, so he's he's got a whole repertoire of, of accents. Bad that accents. He does. Yeah. Bad accents. He's a good Fauntleroy candidate. Uh. Nobody can catch a leprechaun, but you can catch lucky charms at your neighborly store. Get a charming cereal. Simply charming. TV ate my dinner presents. The snow, I say, the snow's so deep, the farmers have to jack up the cow so they can milk them. We don't take too well to rejection. We've been known to react harshly. Playing football at West Canaan may have been the opportunity of your lifetime, but I don't want your life. You think we'll live happily ever after? The Foghorn Fog, the Roy Accent yeah. Achievement Award. You see something bad? I always like having birthdays. Never won so much as this because you're all so kind to me. Let go of the day. Go out back tonight. But the steak is thick and juicy. Let's get this party started! I don't yeah. know what his real accent is. He's English. Yeah. So uh, British maybe, people don't have a real accent anyway. They're all over the place. In True Blood for a while, he does this the the southern accent. God, I can't. Accent. I couldn't get past the first episode of True Blood because of the southern accents. Like, well, I can't. Yeah. The I can't. first season, if you get through the first season, you get through anything, but it's hard because yeah. the first season's where they're trying to actually pretend they're a racial allegory. And you're like, this yeah. is crap. Well, it's, it's the yeah. first time I've ever actually, because all these shows, I'll just watch. And it's like, well, I'll watch four or five episodes because they're just on demand, you know. And I couldn't make it through that first episode. Oh I was like, God. I can't take this accent. That's but like a pet peeve. Once you get into it, it's so funny because it's all just like Brits and Australian guys and stuff doing yeah. Southern. There's Coming not a single accents. Southern person go, I don't want a vampire with my sister. What are you doing? <laughs> and you're supposed to believe it. It's like it's so bad. It's it's awesome because it doesn't you know get better. It gets worse and worse. I read the final book the other day. Well, from what I hear, they deviate so much from the books that. Oh, but that's the thing. It doesn't even matter because the final book ends with. Yep, and then that all happened, and I'm still going. Like, there's no actual big fin. It's nothing like that. And they removed to Alaska to avoid the vampires or anything. It's just like, yep, and then I killed a couple more vampires and stuff, and then I was like happy. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll get with someone new this time who's not a vampire, but you know, whatever. I'm cool. Like, it's yeah. not even a proper ending. Way to put a pin in it in case you want to come back. Yeah. I'm not killing them like- off. I'm, I don't know that anything else I write's going to sell. It's, it's probably one of the worst of the books. Like they get worse as they go along, I think, because they just sort of get really convoluted and you miss where you're going. It's like, who is she sleeping with this time? I don't know. I'll... Why is she always tanning? <laughs> <laughs> I swear, there's more descriptions of what she's wearing in those books than anything else. <laughs> they read that's like fan best. fiction. Well, they, I, they, when they you kind of think are. of this stuff that's just targeted to like 13 year old girls, that's the level of prose. Yeah, it really is. That's why I actually appreciate something like a Hunger Games as a concept because that's something at least they put a little bit more thought and creativity into trying to cultivate. Well, yeah, into an actual plot, like a premise, yeah. Yeah, I liked that first movie. I thought it was all right. I haven't read the book, but I thought the first Yeah, they're well-directed right. movies. I mean, they're, they look neat. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really like it myself, but 
I could see. I have a problem with. I don't know. I've never read the book. We're we're just ranging from everything today. But the Hunger Games, I have a problem with. They build her up to be. Well, you shut down the Pacific Rim discussion, so (laughs) they build her up. We we came at it so fast. I was I was going to do a whole reconstructive criticism, and you were like, "No, but it was perfect." So shut up. (laughs) Well, we can do a reconstructive criticism. I just think, I mean, because if you want to tear it down, then we need to tear the whole thing down. <laughs> we well, can start well, that's, I think that's a reconstructive criticism Because, I mean, where because does it not become the myth, How do too? we, like, how do where... we get, because you have these elements you want to have to have. Like, we want to see giant robots fighting giant monsters in a city with a populace. And that, we were almost getting on that, and we got off the subject. I really think you could have done that instead of doing this premise where they it's old hat to them that the monsters are out there, it might have been better to just play that story out where they're sort of rolling with the punches when these monsters are coming well, see, and I they kinda, don't know the frequency. I kind of like that aspect because we usually see that perspective. Though. We usually always well, see yeah, the attack. I, I kind of felt like the, the, that opening prologue could have been an entire movie on its own. But, but we usually see that, it. yeah. I kind of like that we, we're seeing the end of the war, not the beginning of it, because we usually see, oh, Godzilla attack. Now what do we do? Well, we beat him this time. Like... And then, because you're going to have to jump around like 50 years. I would have liked to see more of society actually having adapted because they seem to have just built bomb shelters and going on with their normal lives on the coast. Yeah, they didn't like. The biggest adaptation seemed to be the the Ron Perlman character who seemed to know more about the monsters than than the actual scientist did. Like, none of them Crazy. even cared. They're like, oh, I just let that guy collect all the bodies and do what he wants. And like, and we don't ever bother to ask what's going yeah, on. Yeah, we've got scientists on payroll who actually got trying to figure out things, but we don't ever tee them up with people who seem to know actually about well, see, the well, monsters. See, well, see, that's, that's my problem with this. It's like just, I mean, when I, when I have a problem breaking this down where I have to just stop and say, never mind. It's just because... <laughs> Because, I mean, just the main premise that you have to have these... Like, it's the dumbest premise in the world that you would have robots. It's like, well, they kind of show them shooting with bombs. Like, yeah, but bombs can hit harder than a punch from a robot can. Like, if you well, make enough the thing, missiles the robot and just stuff, shoots bombs at them. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, yeah, that's like the most impractical, <laughs> impossible thing to do is make some huge... And why are they <laughs> inside the robots? They could just Wi-Fi them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, some of the things, it's funny that how unbelievable the premise is, but the little details are the things like, no, I do not suspend my disbelief for that. It's like yeah. the Russians are in this thing, and all of a sudden they get submerged in water, and they're drowning. And you're like, they're the only ones who have helmets that don't completely seal up. <laughs> yeah. Why would they? I mean, these yeah. things are That's the thing. I wouldn't have changed the whole premise. I think there are a lot of ridiculous ocean. things. Yeah, There's the, a lot of ridiculous things. You want to see the giant monsters and the giant robots. I mean, that's fine. You keep with that. But if they, they had to just change a couple of the bits and pieces, like I think the ending fight should have been longer because I like a good long fight at the end. And I felt like there should have been more people at the end. Like they should have kept maybe some of the Russians and stuff till the end. Uh, yeah, I think that's definitely. I mean, I, I don't mind this, them dying as fast as – and I think the fights before that were handled well, but that stuff at the end is pretty anticlimactic because also they say it's the biggest yeah. one, but now you're underwater and you have no context of how big that thing is. And, He's not yeah, up against a building or anything. Doing very I, wouldn't well to, I wouldn't it. want to deconstruct or change the entire movie. I just would have changed a couple of things like the – Maybe put some of the uh, longer ending fight in there. Maybe started a bit earlier with the details about the boys, you know, bringing in that a bit earlier. And and maybe did a little bit more with the, the mental link. It didn't seem... So they were like, oh, you know, you kind of have to be brothers and that sort of thing to make the mental link work. And then by the end, anybody just jumps in a ship with anybody and they seem to be able to make it work. Yeah, they make... They do a lot. They do it. And they make a big deal about how she can't do it and that because it's kind of a weird... Her character is totally useless because... 
They, he makes yeah. it, it just oh, makes yeah. a big thing. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do this. And she does and messes yeah, okay. up. And then, but she never has to learn anything. They just get desperate. And they're like, all right, yeah. I guess you guys are going out there. Here's a I'm note like, to, <laughs> to them. How about you test that drift stuff when you're not connected to like a giant ion <laughs> know, cannon? Right? <laughs> like, how about we test that out in a lab with just this thing before they have access yeah. to the big robot? Yeah, because apparently it's yeah, possible because the they do it with the monster. Do it just like on the ground. Yeah. We, first, we just, we, we work an RC car together. That's yeah. step one. <laughs> we move up that. And then everyone's standing robots. around, and she's like, she's just like charging up the cannon just by like in her little child dream. And it's like, whoa, whoa, why is that possible? Yeah, why? Yeah, why are the the weapons armed Although at I really, all? I really enjoyed the dream sequence. I thought that was great. Oh the yeah. Although I thought they could have flashback. made more of him being in the dream sequence. Like he could have oh, yeah. been able to do something. Oh, because that that little actress is the best actor in the movie besides the oh little yeah, girl. She sells she's amazing. Crying. I was heartbroken. I her. know she's, she's amazing. Great. That really should have been the opening scene of the movie because that would have sold the whole premise without all that exposition. And the actress would have had a point. The character would have had a point. Yeah, and they act like because the the thing where Idris Elba raises her is not a big reveal. They act like it is, but they. Could well, what have if they had told it from the beginning? What if this? I mean, if you want to change it, you'd have to change story. And like you said, if you had a scene like that at the beginning, and then you have Idris Elba or somebody, maybe it's the guy or it's the girl, whoever it is, the girl character. It doesn't matter. What, say it's the girl character, make her the main character because the other guy has no reason he's the main character. Make her the main character. And had that be the beginning, and then it's about him like training her and like raising her, and she kind of gets the exposition through him and through. Oh, that could have been cool too. Yeah, yeah. I actually I like, like to see that. Characters. I really do think that what makes it hard is by the time we jump in the movie, the frequency of attacks has gotten to be so much that their responses don't make sense because they'll be in one fight and these monsters will wreck like all of their robots and then they're like oh there's going to be like a double event in four hours and like how the hell did we get these things fixed so fast then yeah because we didn't see the time when they were months apart and stuff like they months apart would have been fine and really stupid government officials that's another um another trope yeah, yeah, movies. it is because, like I said, their Terrible. plan makes no sense. It's like we're gonna stop that and build a wall, and then at the very beginning, the show wants to crash I'm so the wall. angry about that wall. I know this guy. Yeah, this that's the dumbest guys, thing. Did in you the see world. the wall yeah. right next to the Sydney Opera House? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do, does anybody not know that the Sydney Opera House is actually a long way into the Sydney Harbour Cove? That is not where you would build a wall. Well, that's before yeah, the kaiju raised the sea level. <laughs> They have to build it right next to the opera house. It's ridiculous. But ben maybe Hyler they like, destroyed Burr. the rest of the uh, city. Maybe they destroyed everything. That cove, it's just, it's just not the place that you would build the wall. Even if they destroyed everything else, you wouldn't build the wall there. It's, it's the only thing Americans know about place. Australia, okay? Yeah, really. yeah it has to be right next to the opera house. There's no way. But the, even the put positioning a bunch of, of kangaroos next to the wall. Even the positioning of where the wall was relative to the opera house and the opera house was relative to the Harbour Bridge, that's not where they are. In that, in that shot, it was just completely wrong geographically. But there's opera house is the only thing we know. We have to chuck some Australia <laughs> in. So we have to chuck in the opera house. The wall has to be right next to it. Awesome. Yeah. I, I would have forgiven it if he had have picked up one of the sails of the opera house and hit the monster with the, with the opera house. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. That's an awesome. Threw it at him. <laughs> or to pick up the harbor bridge and hit hit him with the harbor bridge. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I like the that bat- bit where he, he picked up the <laughs> tanker and hit him. With or the, the tanker. battle. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like so stupid. Like that would fall apart in his hands. For it. But it's such like, an awesome scene. I know it's but awesome. Then in the same fight, that's what I'm saying. In the same fight, they end up having a sword. So why did we come at him? Well, that's why it's just awesome. 
That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like we can, we can. Of disbelief. But I do think that it is an interesting exercise to try to think. How could we have tried to yeah, tell the I mean, story? I can, yeah, I can come yeah, to it from the better. point of view that saying that you could have had a really awesome movie if you took it seriously. And I get that. And so I was like, yeah. we can totally, I, we well, can totally from, from that, that point of view. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't try to make it a really awesome movie with it, like a completely highbrow storyline. But I thought it just with a couple of bits and pieces, they could have made it. I don't know. They could have still kept the cartoonish bit, but kept it a little bit more emotional core. I just think it could have done with a couple of little changes, like the longer ending fight scene or something like that. Just made it a bit better. Well, I sort of agree with you that the, the the focus of the story to try to get that one robot to be the 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 one the thing, like it would have been a more interesting story if it was like five robots at at all times fighting so it's like you could cut from city to city and like there's always one robot fighting a different kind of monster the whole thing with the trench is unnecessary because you know and we we have a device that tells us when this trench opens and a monster is about to come out of it why don't we just build some underwater rig so that if that thing open up we just we just bomb the yeah. crap out of it like, well, if we're we gonna build a, a wall, why didn't we just chuck a whole wall there why don't we just cover it with yeah, metal? Yeah, we would have. We because like every time we tried to bomb it, it didn't work. It's like yeah, but if you actually tried to bomb it the second that that throat opened up, you would have accidentally closed it because at some point you would have accidentally dropped the bomb at the yeah, same I mean, time. Yeah, I mean, and the super things was coming. I through. mean, one of the parts I didn't like about. I mean, it's kind of. I mean, it works in this, I guess, obviously, but is that I like the idea. I like it more like the mist. I mean, that's we've seen the movie where this begins, and it's the mist, basically. I mean, it's a different <laughs> origin, but it's like other dimensional and it things. Ends with everyone up. shooting themselves. Yeah, and that's a horrible thing. We're not going to get into that, but like <laughs> that. So I don't like the idea. I like the idea that this is just another world, and these are these creatures that are moseying on in, and maybe they're evolving because they keep dying, or I don't know. It seems like such a systematic. They're thing. all genetically identical, but somehow they're all completely. Yeah, different. all that. What, that's what I'm saying. Shared. I don't like justifying the bad guys in this. I like it yeah. more creepy that it's just these things that are just and wandering. You don't know in, what it is, yeah, and there's little ones and big ones and all weird, these other like. <laughs> that's why that weird mind meld's always necessary because there's no way for us to learn that. Yeah, so we always have exactly to have someone like sort of mentally Day. link with the exactly bad guys. Exactly like Independence Day, where it's like, it is exactly kill that. everyone. <laughs> yeah, that was actually <laughs> better, but then he comes out going, Mr. President was like, oh yeah, I just saw their whole year. It's like even Slither was like that. I have one of those things in my mouth. I just yeah. saw their entire history in, in my mouth. And yeah. I like that they didn't make Kill anything. I would have them. liked them to make more of the whole, you know, how it was like, you know, if you have a link, Ron Perlman's like, if you have a link, it goes both ways. Maybe they're coming after <laughs> that you. That was actually my favorite part. What's in your like, head. You just said it was a hive mind, you moron. They, now they know. But I would have liked that to actually play in. Maybe if they had have attacked, I don't know, rather than just going after him, attack the center that made the robots. Well, but then they that obviously, cool. but they obviously, I mean, if you really like, they obviously didn't know because he knew that plan. And so they would have known that plan and stopped it. Somehow. Yeah, and that's what I thought yeah. they were getting at, because then they're like, "Oh, they're 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 lining up around the trench, like they're trying to protect it." Like, and they like didn't do they it. Knew. Yeah, but then yeah, no. when they get down it. there, the whole plan breaks apart. And they have to have the shot of the thing coming through. And the guy looking I, up, I would have like, liked it if, if maybe the level five one had have attacked had have attacked their center because now the now the aliens know where the where the giant robots are coming from because they've read their minds. And did you know, guys? That that uh, lifeboats help you escape not only watery graves but also transdimensional portals. If you just hit your yeah. lifeboat, it yeah, goes through floats. portals. Like, why does gravity work the same the, way? Everything how come else the portal would let them through when they weren't on the carcass of a giant monster on the way out? Yeah, I don't know. So that got, that was lucky that we we're even still underwater at that point. 
because that wasn't necessarily a given. I'll tell you another yeah. thing. Like the tiny things are the things because the big things are too big to to analyze. But the tiny things really do bother me. Like when his pod doesn't deploy, she jumps in the water and starts swimming. It's like, whoa, that stuff floats. Like I just for some reason thought she was wearing like some kind of armor. Yeah. And she just no, jumps in the I water. No it's protection. like, why does she sink like a stone? It's like this stuff. It's got this molded spine that you put on the back of it. All looks very, very, very solid. Well, she's pulled that off. But she can just, yeah. This just the spine is metal. The rest of it is just, you know, like motor. I like how also that she didn't actually, she didn't actually revive him or anything. She's like, oh no, wake up, wake up! And they're like, oh, it could just be the suit not working. And she's like, oh, he's dead. And he's like, I'm not dead. So you accomplish nothing. Yeah, there's no reason for that except for the shot of them together. And one thing I didn't, I mean, one actual criticism, no matter how you take the movie, I would say, it's because, like, the special effects and all those effect shots, just those are amazing. They look really kind of neat, and they really have their own. But I, in Guillermo del Toro doesn't do this. I mean, I guess you could say that Hellboy's like this, too. But just in the normal talking shots and the city shots and people just in a ship, it's shot really blandly, like, boringly, like it's a TV show or something. There's no, like, kind of actual style it's very kind of goofy and colorful even in not in a cool way i think i think it's more of in a like here's a two shot of these guys and here's this shot and it's, it's shot like some just normal there's no style oh, to I it i didn't really notice that maybe they were just trying to saving it for the effect scenes they're like let's keep it simple because the rest of it is wild and out of control let's not get too too fancy yeah with the dialogue it's funny, i haven't held Toro talk about it at all so i would i'm eager to get the dvd or blu-ray version and have him actually explain it just what his philosophy. Yeah, maybe he because, like if his philosophy really was to be like a manga or something. So maybe that'll be maybe I'll be vindicated. <laughs> yeah. Well, or maybe think, he'll be like I was trying to make a high pro. High I think either way it. you're right. I mean this is obviously what he's shooting for, and, and I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, for yeah that. I know. I mean, if but I was, there's always I was, room to criticize. I think I'll enjoy it a lot story. more when I can watch it on my TV. Every like, every ten year old boy around the world, this is always going to be talking about for the next six months. I'm telling you, like if you saw yeah, this when you were a kid, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> I was talking yeah. about this with my cousin too. It's like we went in with the expectation of saying this is going to be like robot jocks. So it's like that is a safe expectation. Yeah, I mean, because it's, I mean, awesome it's totally redemption going, this for. This is going to be like another robot jocks. It's redemption for Transformers because those movies are just incomprehensible, especially if you're a kid. You're like, yeah. what is this? This is dumb. This is so much fun. It's like pure. I mean, it has a lot of story, but this is the most fun I had at the movie this year. I, think, I do like the it. robot design a lot because the problem with. Transformers is it's so stylized and so much is going on it's yeah. so kinetic hey, do, 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 do. what's happened you never think oh this is awesome because you ha- you're just trying to figure out what the hell's going on always but also, in this they're like the sound the sound design was great I was in the theater them. and like oh the monster's behind me it was great well I because these it. fights aren't made like oh these are robot fights these fights are shot or like the they're planned out like yeah, boxing matches yeah, so every yeah. moment Shoot has like, like a point guys in rubber suits yeah and so every it's like you've, they're fighting a little bit and then every like 30 seconds or minute they have like a moment where he's like I'm about to punch him no elbow rockets <laughs> and they go <laughs> like yeah. so they're, they're, it's made for these big moments where everybody's like yeah <laughs> like in the theater like it's, yeah. a, it's like Shogun Warriors yeah it's I'm so awesome. glad it'd be kind of bad not watching this in the theater I think I think it'd be yeah, something I would like to watch it in maybe I'll watch I, I it again in 2D or something was glad I went to the IMAX for it because this is the kind of stuff that IMAXs are for because it's just like whoa like just wall to wall like the I saw the yeah. Wolverine you don't have to you don't even have to see Wolverine in 3D 
You don't even have to see Wolverine. You don't have to. <laughs> it's a, it's all right though. I mean, no one's seen it but me, so I don't know what the. I want to see it. It's got good reviews. Though. I mean, it's got a good it's director. It's a decent movie, but it's one of those. All the all the X Men spinoff movies have been like you know like, like the, the first Wolverine was like this. It was cool, but what are you gonna do with Wolverine by himself in a movie? You know what I mean? Yeah. He's kind of someone who plays well off other people. Yeah, I won't even only watch it because the reviews are so good. Because that's like I have no well, interest. It's gonna be in interesting to see what they do with Days of Future Past. Well, that is, is Days of Future Past gonna just bring in the first class and the yes. original? Yes, yes, yes. they're awesome. all gonna be together. <laughs> that is gonna be but, awesome. Uh, the one thing that's annoying me is because Wolverine's such a big character now, he's gonna be the one going back in time. Whereas originally it was Kitty Pride, and I love Kitty Pride. I just I don't want her to be gypped of anything. They're always gonna do that in movies. You know how expensive though, that movie is. A, the casting. That'll make it that badass. <laughs> The well, they that was at Comic Con. They had all of them there, and you like see how many like, of those guys like are kind of wow. A list actors because then you forget people like, oh yeah, Jennifer Lawrence is in that movie. She's won an Academy Award now, so she gets paid more than anybody now. Like all this, uh, there's like Peter Dinklage is, is in that movie. What is awesome about that is that the biggest He's problem with the X Men franchise because of the way they've done it is that they've split the characters across too many different time zones yeah like so you're like we have so many characters like we don't know what to do with it's like so what you do is you make a big mashup movie that is a time travel story it's like that is awesome and days of future past is like a big comic book storyline that's a time travel storyline like so oh my god this and brian singer's back like they're taking it very seriously this could be the most awesome back because she's not dead now When when does that come out is that next year Uh, for a while or is it 2015 yeah probably next year Hopefully it's not 2015 too. Man, Jesus. 2015 is shaping 2015 up to be Batman and Superman, s- Avengers 2. Avengers 2, Star Wars, <laughs> Batman versus oh, Superman. That's like, good lord, that, may, that summer's going to be It's intense. It's so amazing how Star Wars is now sort of becoming lost in all these other comic book movies. And- Star Wars is going to have to compete. I mean, it's go back. Let's, yeah, field. let's jump back to, if you go to 2015, then you jump back to your Take kid self. Like, they're going to have a Batman versus Superman movie. They're going to have a new oh. Star Wars movie. <laughs> You're What's like, funny what? is we keep saying that like every couple of years now it seems like let me tell you the lineup because even this year if you just start saying it it's like there's a Superman movie there's a Wolverine movie you're like really that sounds awesome it's like but no 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 there's no there's two no. drunken apocalypse movies this is like a this is a nothing year for movies <laughs> like really like yeah like because it's like a big Star Trek movie that sounds awesome like no 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 there was even a GI Joe movie which you know back then would have been cool. <laughs> Like, that's nothing. Nobody even wants to see that. Like, really? Yeah, movies are awesome now. <laughs> yeah. I've sort of been excited about some of the... I mean, we've got the new Cornetto movie, the last in the trilogy, the yeah. At World's End. I, I kind of... A lot of people are dissing it, but I want to see... Well, uh, I, I think it's going to be great. This is the end, too. I'd like to see that, too. Sean saw, saw that. It's got the Backstreet Boys yeah. in it. It was fun. <laughs> Woo! Talk about my childhood. The Backstreet Boys <laughs> in a movie. God, well, th- <laughs> that's just crazy. That's just a bunch and, and of also, fun I mean, mugging. The, that's much all to do they about did. nothing was awesome. So I want to see it, but it's I not see that. I, yeah, I mean, it's going to be on. It's video. actually going to play here where I am. Like I, I think just wait a bit because it's playing here in October. I mean, it came out last month and it's playing here in October. So that'd be nice. Uh, at some point, it's going to come out. In I'd DVD. like to see it go a little wider because right now it's in Charleston, which is about two hours from here. That's the closest. And yeah, I, just haven't I had think it's sort of gradually rippling out because people are going to want to see it. So they're just like, you know, after a few months it'll get cheaper and the smaller cinemas might buy it because, you know, people will want to see it. I think it's only playing here for one day for the film society. So What's funny is it's a smash success compared to its budget because the budget is negligible. <laughs> they don't even have it's a like number. Nothing. 
because it's like, just he, he shot it in his house. The budget, yeah, I mean, what is it? I would be it in thousands. It, it probably costs less than the holiday they were planning. But I mean, it's true because I'm sure nobody on that movie actually got paid. They they made the movie on purpose for almost nothing, and the, and it's made millions. It's made a few million dollars. Well, they probably did like they did in Doctor Horrible, where they all kind of get a cut. Yeah, they kind of sign I'm, a I'm sure they do. They... Like that's their model. So they're like, let's just do what we do to make this movie small. And yeah, we don't get a hundred million dollar return, but a ten million dollar return pays us all pretty handsomely. So Apparently yeah. Nathan Fillion sort of said that he's got the most kudos for the least work he's ever yeah. done in a movie because he was on set for 2.5 days and everybody who talks about the movie says, quite rightly, he was the best thing. Because <laughs> he's amazing in it. I he's like to so see funny. kudos. He's going to be the new Percy Jackson movie. Yeah, he's... Uh, That's so not going to make me go see it. I'm sorry. Percy Jackson and the Sea Monsters. Sea Monsters, yeah. Yeah. Because that first Percy Jackson movie was terrible. Yeah, it so was. I'll watch anything. I mean, if you if you if you're gonna do it, I'll I'll try it. But that first person, Jackson, was awesome. We're not expecting anything. We now conclude yet another discussion illustrating the superiority of robots. I hope you have all learned something about how human frailty can only be overcome by augmentation through cybernetics. Now all you need to do is let us do the driving, and you will, in time. Until then, check out tv8mydinner.com for more episodes. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, join us on Twitter, plus us on the Googles. Join the discussion at forum.tv8mydinner.com. You can also like the Dark Crazy Publications Facebook page and follow all the latest on Sean's new books. Follow the links to purchase Apocalypse Party. It's about a zombie alien invasion, but contains no robots. Despite this weakness of story, you may enjoy it. You can also purchase it on Amazon in a Kindle edition. That way you can download it and read it on your phone, like a weirdo. Just kidding. Embrace technology. I'm sure there is no chance that it will one day turn on you and destroy you.